Hello, everybody. I am Cortland Bowman. I am Justin. Oh, you cut out really bad there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what he meant to say Maybe. was... <laughs> there we go. How's that? Is that better? <laughs> I knew that... Um, I knew that there would be zero technical difficulties, or at least one technical difficulty. I'm glad we yeah, got it in, yeah, like in the first two seconds. Right. <laughs> That's fantastic. But again, welcome to Better Off Reds. If that one came through, that's perfect. Uh, we you guys can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, just search Better Off Reds. Also, we have um, uh, our podcast will be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts and probably more to come after that once we get this up and going. Um, so, Justin, how have you been? I'm doing okay. How about you? Not too bad. Yeah. Um, I did want to say this is our second podcast together, right? Yes. So we did a show called uh, – this is completely unrelated to the Reds. We did talk about the Reds a little bit. I remember I made, had that hot take that Sonny Gray would be a bust for the Reds. Yes. Yikes. Um, so I couldn't be more wrong. But we recorded an episode. I love this. We recorded an episode, didn't record another one for nine months. And we named the second one A Baby Was Born because like, I think A Star Is Born came out around that time. I don't know. But then since we recorded that second episode, you've had a baby. Yes. So Just we're like- on a pretty good track record as long as uh, we don't do that again for another nine months. Hopefully, <laughs> well, this will be a, uh, <laughs> yeah, this will be a weekly thing every Thursday right. at eight 30. Yeah. Um, provided, you know, we don't suck, <laughs> but I don't think we will. Um, but yeah, like you said, if uh, social media at the bottom of the screen there, you can see a QR code uh, that will take you to our social media, a link to all our social media. If you don't want to do that, you can click on that link. I just put up at the bottom of the screen. Uh, like you said, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting platforms. Um, let's talk about the um, let's talk about the Reds spring training. Okay. So uh, not doing so good. Right. But it's important to note spring training doesn't really matter. Right. It is right? Like preseason of football. Teams go four and zero, and then can potentially go zero and sixteen. So yeah. With the way that it's looking, if they're six and seventeen in spring training, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully that means a ninety win or so season uh, for the regular season. All, Maybe all hoping. So we'll yeah. see. Um, yeah. So they are they are hit, they are at six and seventeen after today's beating uh, to the White Sox. Yes. Um, they have scored only one hundred and sixteen runs this spring and given up one hundred and fifty seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a run differential of forty one. For reference, the 2020 regular season, they scored 243 runs, gave up 243 runs. Yeah. So we went from a run differential of zero to uh, 41. All benefit of the doubt is the fact that coming up, we will be talking about this. I mean, they're trying to put people where they need to be. So, yeah. I mean, 41 runs, yes, that's a lot to give up. Uh, opposed to how many you have, but when you're trying to put people in places that will make the defense click better, I mean, I think it's going to happen. And again, it's spring training, so and they've had injuries too. I mean, they lost Bauer, right. who right. obviously probably kept the run the runs down. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gray is hurt, which we'll talk about that in yeah. a little bit. Uh, Lorenzen and Anton had some injuries, um, and Wade Miley. I don't know what's happening with Wade Miley, but he has, I think, has an eight plus ERA. Um, 
it's not, I mean, it's spring training. It's spring training. Right. You know, don't, we can't, we can't get too worked up over it. You know, ask me again, middle of May. But as but, Reds fans, it's hard not to. <laughs> I know it really is. It really is. Um, but yeah, they just, they don't, certain people look great this spring and we're going to talk right. about that later, but some just don't. Uh, I think Mustakas, he's batting 162. So, um, yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. But let's talk about let's talk about shortstop. Okay. Can you believe that we got our shortstop of the future this offseason? Mm, not yet. We not didn't yet. get Lindor. Right. We didn't get Didi. But we 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 gave uh we gave a very short leash to um Jose Garcia. They brought in uh D Strange Gordon. Before finally realizing, hey, this Jonathan India guy can hit, maybe, maybe we should move him to second and let right. Suarez slide over to short. Um, I think so far it's working. Uh, Suarez yeah. slimmed down, I think, 20 pounds this offseason. Um, he does have three errors. However, it's we should note that one of those was while he was at third base. Right. Um, but yeah, an infield of Vado, uh, uh, India, Moose, and Suarez. So yeah, I think that'd that's. Be- very solid. If they're all out there and they're all healthy, I think that's a very good – I mean, because Moose at third, obviously, and Bado at first, I think India is a guy that they've put a lot on, so hopefully he will return the favor. I mean, I know they've been doing that the last, I mean, while, getting these people that we think, like, oh, they're going to be the dude. Like, they're so hyped. And I like that India – wasn't necessarily as hyped as some of the other ones that we're going to talk about. Um, So to be able to get the opportunity when he wasn't picked to be the guy, um, I hope it, I hope they do stick with that rotation. I think it'd be really good. Yeah. And I I wish I wrote this down, um, but I didn't, it's been about a week since I saw it, but um, somebody pointed out that out of so many at bats last year, Suarez was kind of already in the, in the shortstop slot due to the shift. Um, Right. So, I mean, he was a shortstop when he came over here from Detroit. He knows what he's doing. I mean, he's not, it's not the first time he's put on a glove and, and played the infield. So I think he can do it. You know, there may be some bumps along the way, but I think it's our best shot to put a, um, just a solid lineup out there because, yeah, Garcia's got a good glove, but his bat needs a lot of work. Right. Um, and this way you have an infield that's has a lot of pop. Gosh. Yeah. If if Moose could turn it around coming into the regular season, goodness gracious. I mean, those four could light it up. Yeah, that's that's true. Um so speaking of the infield, there's a member of the infield that's been absent for a while. Cortland, you want to talk about that? Yes. Joey Votto, good old trusty future bus driver, Joey Votto. <laughs> uh got COVID nineteen. Um, but he is back this week. Today, actually, Mark Sheldon of MLB.com uh, reported that he was back in the dugout and took batting practice today. He didn't do anything um, in the game against the White Sox, but he was there. So with COVID, I mean, that's huge to be able to be around everybody and to take swings with them. So um, before he had COVID, though, he was batting a 4-4 average with four hits and one RBI. It was a small sample size of nine at-bats, but, I mean, for the Reds fans that grew up with Votto when we were kids, man, I mean, to see him batting four four four, like, that's... I mean, it's what you always want him to do every season because he used to do it so well. 
Um, again, nine at bats, take it with a grain of salt, spring training, take it with a grain of salt, but to have, uh, potentially India second Suarez at shortstop and Moose at third to have those four in the rotation like that. If Votto couldn't even hit 300 this season with those guys, um, on deck, that should be very good, but we have to remember we've dealt with people that the Reds loved that had injuries before, and it kind of really threw their years off. Um, 2011, Bronson Arroyo, pitcher, also killer guitar player. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he had mono, and it affected him the whole year. Yeah. Um, but again, COVID, I, I think it's I think it's a little bit different. I mean, that's the one we can use as our example. Um, but if you think to get out of baseball and into football talk real quick, when Sam Darnold had mono for the Jets, I mean, it really, I mean, that, that ruined his season that year too. So, yeah. I mean, it could be a little bit different, um, especially that he turned around so quickly. Um, but you got to love it. Votto's coming up at the end of his giant contract that he signed when we were in high school. Um, yeah. But you, you may have been in high school. I wasn't. Well, yeah, I'm much younger and better looking. So, uh, oh, probably, man. Probably that. But, two for two over there. <laughs> but but um, to see him go out on a high note for what he did for the Reds, especially in the 2012 season, like just blowing up um, would be pretty awesome. And two, I mean, you talked about this, Justin his swing style um, the last couple of years, he was just trying to change it up and trying mm-hmm. to work on his swing. And it seemed like before he got COVID this year, he was kind of back to his old normal swing and he was cranking the thing. So I hope you stick with it. I hope it turns out good. Um, another- I'm optimistic. Oh, sorry. No, I was gonna say, I'm, I'm optimistic about Vado um, returning to, uh, I mean, I don't think he's going to be, that MVP candidate that we know and love from right. years past. But one thing that worries me is how he was cleared to come back, I think last week, and it took a week to come back. So is he still feeling the effects? Is he, is there anything going on that, that, that could prohibit him or prevent him from being productive? I know David Bell said that he's not going to put a date on when he will actually be back. So I don't think we'll see him on opening day. No, and two, it could be like it could be complications, but at the same time, um, look at the NCAA tournament. They had a they had one player of of a team get it, and they made them forfeit. Yeah, the game. I mean, they didn't even say don't travel or nothing. So it could be that kind of thing to just save the season, since last season was short and no fans, and this season they're opening up with. 30% capacity and with hopes that maybe have a full ballpark by July, if they can do everything they can to keep it at bay. So it might be more precautionary. Um, but again, yeah, I, I could see where you're coming from on that. Yeah. So. Do you have tickets to any games yet? I don't yet. Uh, oh, man, new, I've got two. A, a newborn throws uh, a wrench into going to baseball games for a little bit. So That's true. We didn't take Owen his first, 
I don't think it was his first year. I think it was his second year. Yeah, because he was just he was born in April, so yeah, his second yeah. year. He's I think his first game was Star Wars Night, and he uh, oh, there's nice. a there's a there's a series of photos where he's slowly reaching over and touching R two D two when he shouldn't <laughs> be doing that. So um, I couldn't blame him. I'd do the same thing. Yeah, we need to get tickets to another game like we did a couple years ago. Get those scout seats again. Yes, that was oh, that was awesome. awesome. Yes. That was the best. Okay, all right. What's um, what's next on the on the docket? So let's get into pitching. Um, I won't ruin one of my bold predictions with this, but uh, I'm I'm very excited for the pitching this year. Who wouldn't be after last year with Bauer and taking home the NL Cy Young? I mean, just awesome. I know the season wasn't the best, but you always got to be pumped when a player from your organization can achieve such a high status like that. And then um, they leave. Right. But, it, <laughs> yeah. But the guy uh, – getting the opening start this year might make a push. Um, Luis Castillo, he's doing very good in, um, he is in a lot of talks uh, across a ton of MLB sites and MLB forums of um, potentially making a run at the Cy Young this year. They think this could be his breakout year. Um, We've always known he's been good and we've, we've seen, um, him flash him stuff, flash his stuff, uh, quite a few times, but, um, this could be the year that he just absolutely takes off with it. Um, so he's getting the start on opening day on April 1st. That'll be really fun to watch. Um, and another guy, this is on a more Saturday note is, uh, Sonny Gray will be out for at least a week is mm-hmm. what we're seeing from everywhere. Um, again, for who we, like you said, I mean, we weren't very happy. I mean, we were happy that they got him, but we weren't very giddy that they brought in Sonny Gray. We're like, gosh, he's oh, just going to be. I wasn't when we got him, but I have been. Since right, he's, right. He's, he's completely, yeah, yeah, he's been awesome. And so, like, I think with him being out a week, it, again, it could be a precautionary thing. Like, just you don't want to ruin what he's been doing um, with the guys you have in the bullpen. Um, we have another guy to um, give us a little um, taste of what he can do since Sonny Gray will be out. Uh, TJ Antone. Mm-hmm. Um, he will, he will start in the bullpen. He had an ERA of 2.8 um, in 2020. He struck out 45 batters in uh 35.1 innings pitched. So that's yeah. pretty good. I mean, to have him uh, in the bullpen to be called <laughs> up, that's, I mean, I'll take that all day long. I think he'll definitely be a rotation guy before it's all said and done. He yeah. he had some minor injury stuff come up, and uh, I think he's fine now. But I think he'll be a, uh, I think he'll probably take over for Wade Miley at some point. Yeah. And I think I you're good. I was gonna say I don't think Miley will be at the team very long, but we'll see. I've been wrong about a lot of things, Sonny Gray. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, but again, I agree with you on that in terms of just the way they performed. And two, if that does happen, I mean, right now we're looking at the rotation of Castillo, uh, Tyler, uh, Malley, Wade Miley and Michael Lorenzen for the first week. Um, I could easily see TJ Antone taking over for Wade Miley in that rotation. If he continues to play the way he's been playing. Yeah. Well, they have an off day Friday. Hopefully that'll, that'll buy some time where you don't need yeah. that fifth starter. And then, uh, gray can just come back and, yeah. and we'll be steamrolling the division. Yeah. Um, another guy, I mean, last year was so crazy just because of Bauer, but you just kind of forgot about every 
everybody that we have been excited to see um, yeah. where he came in and kind of stole the show. So we have also Amir Garrett. Yep. Um, he's faced six batters and he struck out six batters. And he has declared himself the closer. Uh, yes, he has. <laughs> will David Bell declare himself the closer? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's a very good question. So I think you give him a shot. What do we have to lose? Um, with again, if Wade Miley doesn't pan out, um, we have Amir to be the closer. You throw TJ Antone into the rotation, um, to be a guy to take over. Um, not necessarily for the end of the game and let Amir be the, the guy to shut it down. Especially Lucas Sims is the guy giving Amir the biggest uh, competition for the closer spot. But I mean, I, I think if you, if you, if you take that away from Amir after he's already said he's the closer, I think. I think he's going to do to the to the bullpen what he did to uh, the Pirates. Yeah, that would not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which that would be pretty fun to watch if it was anything close to that, but not when it's the same team. But yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the lineup a little bit. Um, so it looks like we're going to have uh, Barnhart and Stevenson manning the catcher position. I'm really excited to see Stevenson um, get some consistent at bats. Um, Votto at first when he comes back, I think it's just going to be kind of a hodgepodge of random utility guys until then. Right. Uh, India at second, which I'm really excited about. We actually, we ran a poll on our Twitter account um, not too long ago. Uh, well, it's probably going to take a minute to find it, but this is before the shortstop change. And I said, or I asked, will Jonathan India make the major league roster? And it was overwhelming uh, the votes for yes. I'm looking for the actual results now because, you know, I want to be provide the apps. Oh, here it is. Uh, 78.6% of you said yes, he will. 21.4% said no. But like I said, that was before the shortstop news. You know, how could you have known? How could right. you have known? Not a big deal that, that you didn't get it right. And, you know, and who knows? Maybe David Bell is saying, ah, we're going to throw uh, somebody else out there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it hasn't officially been confirmed that this is what they're going with. But, um, India at second, uh, Suarez at short, Moose at third base, which I mentioned earlier, he's batting just terribly. Yeah. Uh, Winker in left, Senzel in center because Akiyama is hurt at the moment. He'll be out, I think, for a few weeks. And then our boy Blastianos, Nick Castellanos in right, who is currently hitting three eighty nine with three home runs and eight RBIs. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. I hope he can save some of those hits for the, uh, for the season. Yeah, that's – I mean, I hope that this all kind of – I mean, <laughs> Moose is just the sour grape in the bunch. But, I mean, holy crap, if they can keep up all these kind of runs and batting averages like into the regular season, that would be freaking sweet. Yeah, it would. Aquino, he is actually out of minor league options. So mm. there's a really solid chance that he will make the club, even though he's been inconsistent. I mean, he really – he wowed everybody. What was that, September of 2019 with yeah. 19 home runs or something crazy? And and he really hit a – like ran into a – or fell off a cliff after that. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's just uh, – that's a solid lineup. I mean, that lineup has a lot of pop. I mean, I could easily see everyone in that lineup except for Barnhart hitting 20-plus home runs. Right. Um, some more than others, of course. I think Suarez will probably hit more than that. Um, Bla- I almost said Blastianus again. Castianus <laughs> might hit more than that. That's just his name now. Um, right. Yeah. But I think, uh, I think Stevenson could too. I think he has the potential to be that guy. Um, that way that he uh, 
the way that kind of Mezzarocco was when he first came in. Yeah. Um, and he was just so much fun to watch. Like you know, being a Reds fan, you love a catcher that can just absolutely crank the ball like oh, Johnny yeah. Bench. And then Mezzarocco came and gave us a little taste of that. Oh, but yeah. he also fell off the face of the earth out of nowhere. But I Stevenson has the build. He's like 6'4", 225. So, I mean, he is a monster of a catcher. So, yeah, he if he can translate that into hits, that would be – I would love to see him do really well. I like yeah. Barnhart, but Tucker Nobat has been his nickname uh, for quite Tucker some time. But he's very good, I think, field general in terms of catching. But you, you got to trade off what you can. So Yeah. Um, before we get into our spring training MVPs, we have a comment from oh, Dylan Bickerton saying, "What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up? What's up, Dylan? I don't know Do who you, you are. I don't know Dylan either. Hey, Dylan, thanks for tuning in tonight. We appreciate it. You're our only comment so far, so you get a special shout out. It's it's cool how it pulls up his Facebook picture. That is really cool. Yeah, it is. Um, so let's talk about um." Let's talk about our spring training MVPs. I will go first. Okay. Um, so my spring training MVP, I don't know if I'm willing to say – that's the thing. We're calling these MVPs, but I think really it might be biggest spring training surprise. Yeah, okay. Um, but at the moment, mine would be Nick Senzel. Uh, the reason for that is he is absolutely crushing it this spring. After missing significant time due to COVID-19 in 2020, batting only 186 in 23 games played, he currently has a 324 batting average, two home runs, four RBIs, and one stolen base. He is just getting it done. And I, I've been saying it for a while now, um, since, since probably, well, not a while, but January. I think this is going to be his breakout year. I think this is yeah. the year that Nick Senzel really just becomes like that guy that we need, um, on the Reds roster, uh, to contribute. I mean, it's been a lot of hype, a lot of letdown, and I think it ends this season. I think this is the year that he, he really shows us what he has. And I, and I will add um, for all of you who don't know me and Justin very well, when they took Sinzel second overall in 2016, Justin was just all about it. He, he was he was so for Nick Sinzel, and I was the skeptic. We were very uh, uh, polar opposites on this when he first came in. Uh, Justin really overhyped him for me, um, but – Again, this isn't football. So getting a second overall pick in baseball is not the same as getting a number two overall pick in the NFL draft. The farm systems have to do their magic. Um, guys can be there for a while. And last year, um, he got some opportunities uh, and he didn't really do much with them. Um, but again, he did not have the start to a season like he has now, like Justin said, uh, 324, two home runs, four RBIs, and one stolen base. Yeah. Um, 186 average in 23 games played last year. So that's awesome. I mean, if you, if you, what, six and 17 is 23. So that's the exact same amount of games played um, that he did last year. And he has nearly doubled uh, his batting average. So, yeah. I'm I'm there with you. I'm back on the hype train. So yeah, we'll have to see if it if it translates to the regular season and how he does actually staying healthy. Health has been a huge issue for him. Right. Um. I mean, I I I want to believe. <laughs> you know. <laughs> All right. 
for me again uh maybe not mvp but biggest surprise uh jonathan india is my biggest surprise slash spring training mvp um another guy he did not have as much clout coming in 2018 fifth overall pick to the reds as senzel did in 2016 um but i remember them talking a lot about drafting him um other than that i don't remember much like big talk about him um he is that guy that has the ability to play he's fun to watch um I get Derek Dietrich uh, vibes from him, but a much better player all around just comes with the age, I think. Uh, and he's looking for that opportunity to prove himself. Yeah, he's he his 21 uh, spring training stats are three uh, batting average of 333, two home runs, five RBIs and one stolen base. So he is outperforming uh, Senzel and average and RBIs at the moment. So to have two dudes that are top five picks within the last five years playing at that level, like it gets you so excited to yep. uh, watch the Reds. And India's number is 71. I love quirky numbers. Uh, it's just he's got the long hair, the number 71, and he just, just looks like he's out there playing backyard baseball. And I think that's my favorite thing about him. The hair, the hair reminded me. Actually, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but Blandino – uh, has been oh, playing yeah. really, really well this year. Um, let me see if I can pull those numbers up real quick. He, um, they kind of look alike with their hair, um, and he could actually possibly be a short-term replacement for uh, for Joey Votto. Uh, let's see, I've got his numbers here. He is batting this spring a three oh six, one home run, seven RBIs, one stolen base. So honestly, we could throw him up there with a list of surprises too. I mean, this is a guy who's been giving, given several chances and just can't right. consistently put together. Um, he just can't put it together, I guess, when it's when it's mattered the most. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping he will maybe get another opportunity. Um, if he if he does get another opportunity and it doesn't work out, I would imagine that leash is pretty short. There, uh, well, obviously, I think it happened. A lot of it happened before the shortstop talk um, kind of came to a little bit of a close when they were talking about Suarez going to take it um blandino there was a ton of people on social media like in um, articles talking wanting blandino to get a shot at it they wanted yeah. him to be the shortstop and um, i have a quote right here um from david bell and it was uh before they had decided um bell said but when i told blandy he was playing third base i said hey i haven't forgotten we want to see you at short too he said, Blandy has been really impressive with how he's handled everything he's been asked to do. A lot of times, in fairness, he's been left out of the conversation at times for whatever reason. It wasn't intentional, and I'm excited to see him play. Um, I would potentially like if – I mean, I know we went and picked him up, but if Moose can't turn it around, i put Blandino at third. Keep him at third and – so they're going to play Moose. I they're gonna play, I mean, Moose will I get know. benched. He's making, I think, like – Eight million a year, something like that, I for know. what two more years. I mean, Moose is good. Moose is good. He's just not having a good spring. Some guys just takes the time to heat up. Maybe in May, we'll we'll laugh all that off, you know. Or maybe in May we'll be like, "Good God, why is he still in there?" But um, I don't know. I think. I'll, I mean, I, Moose. I don't think will be taken out of the lineup. I'm an under. It'd be. It would be cool to see Blandino filling for Vado if he doesn't uh, start. Yeah, um, that'd be yeah. nice because. 
I'm just the underdog guy, and Blandino also wears number zero. Yeah. So um, I'm a big fan of weird numbers. Last guy that filled in for Votto for an extended period of time uh, became a hero in Cincinnati, the Todd father. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, now he's playing for the Pirates, so at least I think he's still there. He might have been cut. I hope not. That'll, um, if, if he hasn't, that'll add a little bit more spice to the series. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. I don't want to see him in that. <laughs> Can't do it. All right. So now it's time for us to talk about some bold predictions. Keep in mind, these are bold predictions. They're not meant to be realistic predictions. These are just <laughs> crazy things that we that I could happen, probably won't, but we're going to have fun with it. I will go first. Uh, my bold predictions, number one, it'll be Tyler Malley, who is the Reds' best pitcher, not hmm. Castillo, not Sonny Gray. <laughs> I've been a big Malley fan since he threw. It was either a no-hitter or a perfect game in the minor leagues, and if you've noticed – Every year in our fantasy league, I always get him, <laughs> and he always does decent. I mean, he's not right. – he's yet to wow me, but he's always been decent. So that is bold. I think – I mean, I think he could do it. He's like, what, 25, 26? He's probably yeah. 30. Gosh, I'm probably saying – <laughs> let me look real quick. I think he's really young, but um, I think this is the year that he really – just breaks out. And I'm not saying he's going to win the Cy Young. He's 26, by the way. Okay. But I am saying I think he'll be the better pitcher between Castillo and uh, Gray, Sonny Gray. Uh, my next bold prediction, the man himself said he's going to do it. Suarez said he's going to hit 50 home runs. And I'm going to take it even further. He's going to be in the MVP race. Oh, um, it would be. He's not going to win a Golden Glove. I just don't think he's going to. I don't, yeah. I'm not even going to entertain that thought. But I think he's going to break his record and he's going to – his own personal record and he's going to be in the MVP race. Next big one. This one's probably the hardest one to believe. The Reds are going to be buyers at the trade deadline. <laughs> the Reds and spending money. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe they'll be in a position where they're winning games and they need to add a piece or two. Maybe. Who knows? Uh, but that's my bold prediction. And then my last one. This one's really bold. 90 wins. 90-plus 90 win season. The division – the division got worse overall. Everyone yeah. got worse except maybe the Cardinals by adding, by adding uh, Nolan Arenado. But, I mean, it's not crazy to think that the Reds could finish first in that division. Nah. Yeah, the, the, the bats are there. The pitching is there. It just needs to all be there at the same time. We'll see what happens. We did get a comment. Let's see who says I'm dumb. Uh, okay, Sean Barrett. Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, says Suarez is going ham this year. It's his time. I agree 100%, Sean. How you doing, buddy? Haven't seen you in a while. Um, Cortland, are you ready for your bold predictions? I am ready for my bold predictions. All right, here we go. Take it away. Okay, my first kind of goes with yours. The Reds will finish second in the National League Central. Um, again, I think they can finish first. I think you're right. The The division has taken such a hit. Um and we have these flashes of young talent that we have seen, and they're kind of maturing to a point that I think, like you said, if they do it all at the same time, the team could really gel. Um, but that goes with your 90 wins. I, I think if they can get close to 90 wins, again, the Cardinals might be the only ones that could outdo them, but I think, they, I think they'll at least get second. Um, I would say first, but it's the Cardinals, and that's they just – always disappoint me. So um, I want them to finish top two. Uh, next, Vado will have a resurgence and have a uh, 350 or higher batting average. That's uh, bold. <laughs> that That's is bold. bold. <laughs> that is very bold. Oh, my goodness. Um, that is bold, I, sir. I'm going off of my love for what he's done for the organization, and I want to see him 
go out in these next couple of years on a very high note. So um, with batting four, four forward spring training, uh, I had to go three fifty or higher so in just, nine at bats. Yeah, or whatever. It's okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, for my uh, next one, Castillo will have a great year, and he will be in talks for the National League Cy Young. Um, I don't think this is super bold. The reason I put it as a bold prediction is because it would be pretty sweet and crazy to see uh, Bauer take it last year and have Castillo turn right around and get it again. Um, He has the ability. Uh, Again, we know he's good. This could be the year that he uh, turns it around after being behind Bauer last year. Um, So I think that he might be the Cy Young winner for the National League this year. I don't think it's bold. Yeah. Um, I also think that uh, India will thrive and put on, uh, excuse me, put an end to the bus picks. Uh, this goes with Senzel. Um, I wasn't a big fan of Senzel, um, but India is my guy. He's kind of the dark horse of the two. Um, I think they give him a shot and he takes it and runs with it and in turn make everybody else uh, play better and hopefully have the team get that chemistry that they need uh, to have everything gel at the same time. Um, but yeah, that's my bold predictions. We have another comment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sean asked again, how many, how many years do we have Votto for? It looks like Votto's contract will end um, after the 2024 season. I believe that last season is a player and team option. I think it's a mutual opt out clause. Um, yeah. Not entirely sure on that, but uh, yeah. So 2024, it, well, oh yeah. So after the 2023 season, 2024 is a $20 million option. Um, he'll probably take that, I imagine. Uh, yeah. Maybe not. Who knows? He wants to um, drive a bus. I mean, that's his, he has always said once he retires, he's going to be a school bus driver. So yeah. uh, maybe 20 million is not too, uh, uh, too important to him. <laughs> maybe, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, Cortland, do you have anything else to add? I don't. This was fun. This was good. It was fun. A, a solid first episode, I think yeah. they were. Glad to see some engagement on in the comments. That was fun. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to wrap this first episode up. We'll be back next Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully, the opening day game will be over. It's a 4 o'clock start time yeah. unless we go into extras. If we go into extras for some reason, we will start late um, if that were to push if, into the 8.30 hour. But that would be absolutely insane um but we'll be back then but be sure to subscribe and leave us a review uh, if you're on apple podcast you can leave a review there we're on spotify uh follow us on youtube facebook twitter instagram all of that and share us with your friends sharing is yeah. caring isn't that right yep <laughs> all right anything else to add Cortland? i don't think so we'll see you guys next week very excited see you next for week. opening day yeah me too all right see you all later bye yeah